0: Hello, my name is Israel. I've been involved in hip hop since the 1980s as an artist, producer, radio show host, journalist, documentarian, magazine editor, hip hop advocate, and pundit. Over the years, I've interviewed hundreds of interesting people in music, media, and more. Welcome to Sounds from the Underground, the podcast from Insomniac Magazine, where we learn from both those who reside below the surface. And those who've preached it. So I want to welcome the incredible Supreme Cerebral, a.k.a. Bugsy Nino, to the Insomniac Magazine podcast. What's happening, man? How you doing?
1: Peace, peace. I'm doing well, man. I appreciate y'all for having me.
0: No question, man. And congratulations on your brand new album, King's Throne 2. How's everything going with that so far?
1: Everything is going lovely. Uh, I'm just waiting to get the confirmation uh, for the vinyl pressings. And, um, you know, we got CDs on, on uh, our sale right now. Also, the alternate cover on CDs will be available with uh, an additional three bonus songs, uh, I think, in like a week or two.
0: I know, you know, you've been in the game for a moment and you mentioned vinyl. So what do you think about this phenomenon of vinyl that here we are in 2018, an era where people don't, I mean, logically, need vinyl, but people are feeling vinyl again. What's your thought on that?
1: Yeah, I think that comes from the overseas crowd and the influx of uh, you know overseas fans nowadays. So I think that that they keep that culture alive, and now it's becoming more uh, you know evident in the states because more people from the states are buying vinyl as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. But vinyl, I mean, there's collectors everywhere, True. pretty much. You know True. what I'm saying? So, uh, there's always been people that have been collecting vinyl, hip hop vinyl for years. True. But, um, nowadays, it's like the new, the new scene of underground cats and everybody, like, you know what I'm saying? With all these little record labels that are around, that's how all that's starting to happen, you know what I mean? Cause they have their own little huge fan base of overseas fans, you know what I mean? So they're able to sell that out and they're able to make vinyl relevant
0: again. Indeed. It, it's kind of interesting. I mean, with hip-hop, it, it seems like, I guess like a lot of things, we go in these cycles, so there was a time, it seems as though, where hip-hop ha- had become very disassociated with its roots, including vinyl. I mean, clearly, vinyl, if, if there's any genre of music, that vinyl is a part of the culture is definitely hip-hop. And it seems like there was this divide, and then here we are, you know. and it seems like we're, we're getting back. To the lyricism, we're seeing vinyl again. I mean, so, so what what do you think the vibe is right now in hip hop? I mean, I know there are a lot of people that kind of don't even understand what the culture is and don't appreciate the lyricism, but there are a yeah. lot of dope MCs out there like yourself that are that are doing their thing.
1: Yeah, I mean that just
0: I mean me personally though, like I've
1: been on all this shit for years. Like I put out Loop Dreams in 2013 before anybody was really well known. You know what I mean? I was doing albums full of Luke's I mean, I was doing all that shit. I was doing boom bath shit. I was doing all that. So, I mean, this, to me, it's, it's not nothing new because there's always been cats too around me that have really done it the same way I did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we're all influenced from that, you know, whole ghost face vibe. When you're mm-hmm. rapping on loops, that's a ghost face vibe. That's not a rock Marciano vibe and that's no shade to rock Marciano mm-hmm. at all. He of mm-hmm. the best ever, Indeed. but you know what I'm saying? That, that's a ghost face vibe. Y'all get that from from that. You know what I'm saying? That's how that's what we get that from. Indeed. We get that from Ghost. I been that's a Wu Tang thing pretty much. I shouldn't just, you know, single out. Ghost was pretty much the one that was really doing it. You know right. what I'm saying? Especially on like the Pretty Tony album and shit like that. Uh-huh. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like so we I mean we we cut, I'm cut from a different club. Like you you have to be nice on the mic. You couldn't even just be like a nice voice rapper or a nice finesse rapper like you had to have bars you had to have punchlines you had to have you know everything going for you metaphors you had to have everything right you know what I mean or or you couldn't rap like you used to get beat up back in the days bro you know what I'm saying I'm I'm in my 30s right now I'm in my young 30s so so like you know you used to get like OGs used to put you on like that's how you got put on you had to go home and make sure your freaking you know your sword was sharpened
0: Indeed. Then you had
1: to come back outside, you know what I mean?
0: No question. Or you just
1: didn't say nothing in the cypher, you know what I'm saying? You just kept quiet and just paid attention and listened. Nowadays, everybody's, everybody's nice. But there's a lot of cats that think they're nice that really aren't really nice with the pen. They might be just
0: nice little finesse rappers, right, you know what I mean? Right, right,
1: right. It's just different. Though I'm cut from the cloth where right. you, have, you really have to be saying something,
0: you know what I right. mean? No question about that. You definitely show let Let's talk a little bit about the beginning of you taking hip hop seri- when I say seriously, meaning as, as a career path, you drop the blockness monster in 2009, 2010. Talk to me about, about yeah. what happened at that era that you said, okay, I'm going to make this thing real. I'm going to actually go for it and make it happen.
1: Honestly, I was facing, I think it was uh, 15 years. I was facing a crazy charge and, um, I was like, damn, I'm never, ever going to have nothing out. I'm going to be in jail, and I'm never going to have nothing out. That's, like, was my thought process.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? So I just put Block Monster out because my man was like, I'll get those press for you. I'll do the work for you. Like, I'll put it out for mm-hmm. you. You just need to do the rap. So I was like, I bet. And I thought I was going to end up going to jail forever. So, you know, my whole process was like, let me just get something out. You know what I mean? Right, right. And then the, uh, the trial ended up, you know, uh, taking, like, about a year or something like that. And that time I had put out, you know, the, the Bugsy Nino joint, you know mm-hmm, what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Cause I
1: was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm tell my life. If you listen to that first Bugsy Nino, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a different style of rap. Like I was on some whole different shit. You could tell by by my bars, my whole mindset was completely different. Cigar City you know Mafia? Yeah, that joint right there, that's that, them two albums is, is me like, the the blockness is just like, that was just me rapping, like mm-hmm. I, I didn't have no you know, there's a couple of deep songs on there, like The Devil in Disguise. That's probably like the illest shit I ever wrote. Like, mm-hmm. that's the dopest story I ever wrote in my life. So, and I wrote all that stuff while I was going through it. So, right. that's kind of what what fueled that. So, it wasn't even really a career path. I wasn't even, I honestly wasn't taking rap seriously until about 2015, mm-hmm. 2014, 15.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Then I then I started really like putting projects out and just trying to get myself noticed. You know what I'm saying? When you find out who I am finally, you can go look at my catalog right. and
0: you get a whole bunch of music. Indeed. So you got a history, you built a history and, and part of that history, man, has you know, you working with a lot of I would say elite MCs. I mean, people like Planet Asia terminology and then you yeah, obviously Rock Mars. Yeah. Talk to me yeah, a little bit about and then,
1: that. Honestly, it's just a blessing, bro. Like uh Everything kind of just works out, you know what I'm saying? Like, me and P.A.'s P- relationship is, is dope because P.A. shows me love and he he uh, appreciates my hustle. You know what I mean? And we was cool before he even knew who who I, who I was or if I rapped or anything like that, you right. know what I mean? Because like, I knew I knew his old DJ, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I used to come around to the show just, you know, because it was Planet Asia. Planet Asia mm-hmm. is one of yeah. the greatest. Uh-huh. so I would just like hang around you know what I'm saying like I wasn't even trying to beat down with the crew and nothing like that and then he heard me spit one time he didn't even know I rapped and then he kind of laughed you know what I mean? and then you know our relationship just kept building and I just kept building my own brand you know what I'm saying I never asked for none of those dudes uh-huh. terminology I know terminology through terminology's cousin Tack
2: uh-huh.
1: Tack is like my brother that's my twin you know what I mean so um yeah, I, I, got, I got with him through through that situation, you know what I'm saying? So that that was just love, you know, off that, you know what I'm saying? Like, even like Raskaz and, and Killer Priest and everybody, mm-hmm. you know, they show me all kind of love. It's, it's just kind of organic. Everything happened organically. So it's just love that they even respect what I do. They're legends in my eyes. You know, it's crazy that they even acknowledge me, to be
0: honest with you. I, I think it's always good to be, and clearly I hear that, you know, to be humble. I mean, you got to believe in yourself, but at the same time, you know, there's something to be said about giving... You know, giving props to those folks uh, that kind of paved yeah, the way.
1: Like, yeah, like when, when Premier played my record for the very first time a couple of years ago when he played uh, Prophetic Jewels, mm-hmm. uh, I like lost my mind, you know, because <laughs> that was DJ Premier, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm a student of the game no matter what, you know what I'm saying? So I, even if, if this shit really did pop crazy for me, I'd still be acknowledging people like they're legends. Like, I'd still be so crazy around them because, I mean, to me, you know, that's what paved the way for me to even happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of the youngins, they don't they don't do that. They don't pay homage to the OGs. I'm I'm not like that. I'm kinda stuck in between being a young dude and an old dude. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So like I still get what the kids do and then like how they maneuver and why how they click up and how they do everything, you know what I'm saying? But I'm still on my OG mentality, you know what I'm saying?
0: So who would you say one of the right. one of the uh, the first uh group of MCs that you feel really helped shape your passion for hip hop? Stray Wu Tang, it's no question. Okay.
1: Yeah, Stray Wu Tang and, and affiliates of Wu
0: Tang, right. from Sons of Man
1: to you know what I'm saying, um grave diggers, like you know what I'm saying, everything in between. You know what I'm saying? The Maccabees, like everything, you know what I'm saying? Like Hellraiser, before mm-hmm. Hellraiser got, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what happened to him he was probably my top one of my top five MCs.
0: Wow what do you think it is man i mean it, it, i don't know if is it just age that you got a lot of these kids that are supposedly hip-hop heads that don't know any of the history that i, I was i forget what i was listening to the other day and there was somebody saying that they were talking at an MC, to an mc that had some he and he didn't know who wu-tang was i'm like how is that even possible
1: yeah that that no, I, I couldn't even listen to him if he told me that.
0: <laughs>
1: even if he was nice, I would probably just denounce everything he was doing because I'd be like, "Nah, he don't even know who Wu is. I can't fuck with you." <laughs> Serious about that Wu Tang shit. Like I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a Wu baby. You know what I'm saying? Like straight. That's why me and, and Ralphie get the the joint, the Wu Babies joint right, with know, uh, right. Kush. Because uh-huh. we all like cut from that cloth. We all Wu Tang babies. Like Kush, Kush loves Wu. Ralphie loves wu like this shit is not a joke like we some straight Wu babies you know what I'm saying not even to say that we mock or try to emulate anything that they do you know what I mean but that's obviously an influence in in our culture you know what I mean like that's Wu-Tang
0: Of course
1: people that don't acknowledge that, it's just, it's just weird to me you know what I'm saying I guess we just different everybody's different though you know you can't knock it. you can't knock one person cuz he might not know Wu-Tang you know what I'm right. saying I, I probably wouldn't fuck with you but, I mean <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> that don't mean you're not nice or you're not a, you know a good person you know what right. what I'm saying? but you should you should be well-versed in the culture if you're going to be a part of the culture.
0: You would think. You would think. It's an interesting phenomenon, so if, if, though. If you go, like, cast that play, like, blues guitar
1: and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they're not, they're not, they're listening to everybody.
0: That's right. The That's old
1: right. to the new, you know what I'm saying? Everything in between, like, even rockers and, like, you know what I'm saying? Even RB singers, you know what I'm saying? Like, rap is the only genre of music where they just try to trash the OGs.
0: It's a you know it's I mean? an they, odd are, are, are phenomenon. Just,
1: yeah, or they're just not, like, well-versed in it. You know what I mean? Like, they're not educated enough in it. It's true. The ones that are there, it's usually, like, their father was a G. It's who you're around and who you raised by, you know what I'm saying?
0: That is true. Now, or,
1: or you could just be one of those, you know, those off-seeds, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, in my family, everybody's, like, heavily into, like, blues and, and rock and roll. Like, right. my father plays drums to this day. He's 65 years old. Nice. He still be on them drums getting it in. You know what I'm saying? My brother plays uh, guitar. My other brother plays bass crazy. My mom played flute for an orchestra when she was younger. Yeah, like, so my whole family is like super musically talented. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a whole different, you know, feel and they, and they listen to everything in between. You know what I mean? And it's all love. You know what I mean? They just want to learn and they want to get better and they want to help who they can help. But it's not like that in our genre of music. You know it's true,
0: it's true. So I mean you came so you came from a musical family and obviously hip hop is a little bit of all those things you mentioned. Every genre is is hip hop.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I was the only one kind of like that, you know, I veered off because, you know, I was automatically,
0: you know, drawn to
1: the culture. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like hip hop was everything to me since i since I was a little kid. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, mean? I, I listen to everything though. Like if you if you ride in the car with me, you might not even hear a hip-hop record for, like, an hour.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? I listen to a lot of old soul music, a lot of old R&B music. You know what I mean? I listen to a lot of blues, like, you know what I'm saying? I listen to a lot of, like, just, um, I would say soul music, you know, feel-good
0: music. No question. Music is music, man. And that's the beautiful thing about yeah. hip-hop is that it really draws its influence musically from just about every genre.
1: Especially these producers. They, they you know, producers are getting amazingly more and more talented as mm-hmm. the years progress,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and the, and the music is just progressing so much and they're able to do so much with their NPCs or, or whatever program they're using.
0: That is true. And and so. speaking of producers, I mean, you've worked with some of the hottest producers, Dirty Diggs, Free Mind, Peak Twist. I mean, so many of them. Tell me a little bit about that. How you hook up with all these guys? The beauty,
1: the beauty about, about this hip hop thing of ours is you do a song with me. Now people are checking for you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Not even to say that I'm I'm the biggest dude out here. That's not even true at all. I'm right, not trying right. You've even gloat like that. But, you know, you do a song with me, now people are going to check for you. You know what I'm Indeed. saying? Like, why did Prem do a song with him? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So that, and then, and then like, with other producers, like Pete Twist, uh, me and Born, like, I, I know Born Unique very well. Born mm-hmm, Unique is, is, mm-hmm. is, that's the OG. You know no question. Saying? So I'm like, so I'm like, you know, and, and they're lords together, so I'm automatically, like. I started following Pete, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I was hearing all these beats, and I'm like, yo, boy, who's doing all them beats? And he's like, Pete Twist. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm following this dude. So I just started following him, and then Pete told me he was a fan of mine, and that, that shit blew my mind. And he was like, I'm going to send you some shit. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know what I'm saying? When nice. it happens like that, it, just, it blows my mind sometimes when people are like, yo, I'm a fan of yours. And I'm like, oh, shit.
0: As far as the workflow goes, you normally get uh track and then you work off of that beat or do you do they send you things that they think you might flow well off of or how does that work for you
1: well i tell people all the time if you're gonna send me beats first of all send me listen to my music mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. send me shit that you that you think that i would fuck with number one that you like that you think that i would fuck with and mm-hmm. send me something that's on the lines of the things that i'm doing right not, not to say that I'm not willing to do shit a little bit out of the box, because sometimes people send me some out of the box shit and I rhyme on it. Right. You know what I mean? But just send me some shit. You, you, maybe you like that beat, you know what I'm saying? So send me that one. But send me the, you know, I always tell people, don't send me 40 beats. I don't mm-hmm. want to go through 40 beats. That's, that's the most annoying thing in the world, trying mm-hmm. to go through 40 beats.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, like, send me your top five beats maximum. You know what I mean? So like, and then with like certain people, I don't even have to say shit. Like Pete, he just knew what to send me. Like Giallo Point, he just knew what to send me. Crypto just knows what to send me. You know what I'm saying? Like Demar just knows what to send me. Curse just knows what to send me. Like these cats just know what to send me. Mm-hmm,
2: you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: But like, even with Freemind, Freemind is a different kind of producer than anybody I work with. Right. The sound is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's got he's got his own little sound. You know what I mean? So, right. With him, I was I was just like, oh, he's from Nickerson Garden, so he's from around the way. Right. It's not far. And then I'm like, oh, shit. And he makes boom bap. I'm like, this is an anomaly. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. That don't happen every day, you know what I'm saying? Especially from the neighborhood he's from. So, like, that just automatically intrigued me. And then when I heard his beats, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to on these. And then I hit him, and I'm like, yo. And he was like, y'all been waiting for you to hit me. And I'm like, yeah, no doubt. I'm like, And then he ended up being close, and then we were, we were able to, like, you know, uh, really hang out in the physical, and then you know the relationship becomes different. Like I know Clipto in the physical. I know Demar. Demar is one of my best friends. He lives like around the way from me. All so. right.
0: And you mentioned yeah, know, you I mentioned Giallo. This. Giallo point. I mean, obviously he's not around the way. So how you hook up with him?
1: Uh, just through mutual people. Um, and he he honestly was like, Yo, I'm a fan of yours, bro. Mm. I think your shit is dope. And then I was like, Well, shit, let's do something. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause he he was uh he was doing shit with you know smooth mm-hmm. and uh you know that's the winners and you of know course. you know I'm I'm from a gold chain so you know chain winners is all day so
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's that's how a lot of those relationships just happen like I met Hus through um, uh, PA and everybody you know what I'm saying Tri State and everybody mm. so that's that's how we ended up being cool Huss is, is now out in, in LA around the way you know what oh, saying okay. so I, I, I yeah so I, I get to see Huss every now and then you know what I'm saying which is, which is love. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker.
0: You mentioned overseas early when we were talking about, you know, hip hop culture and, and the fact that it seems like there's, there's re- revival revival coming, coming up, especially when a lot of the artists that we we've been talking about that kind of go back to that classic boom, bat kind of vibe. Have you, have you gotten a chance to go overseas yet? Are you, are you looking to do some shows overseas?
1: Yeah, that's, that's honestly the goal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Doing the state stuff is cool and whatnot, but that's, you know, over there, they really, really fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Like they go crazy at the shows. Like they really show love, you know what I'm saying? Out here you got a lot of ego, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And everybody's a rapper. True. You know what I'm saying? So they be in the crowd. They're not really going to be hype, you know what I mean? Like right. a fan. Right. They're going to be more like an observer. That's true. So, so it's a different, it's a different vibe. You know what I mean? When you go over there and you got fans, people mm-hmm. just become fans of your music. Then the whole show and the whole vibe of everything becomes different. You don't do shows out here, and the vibe is different right, right? Because I mean, I, I, I'm honestly we're right next to it. I'm next to a venue that that's huge that everybody goes to. I'm talking about everybody goes to from the the top artists in the trap to the, you know, the top artists in the, in our scene, Mm
2: -hmm, you know what I'm saying?
1: mm -hmm, And everything mm -hmm. in between. Like, so I'm able to perform in front of 500 people, a thousand people, whenever I feel like, you know what I am saying. all I got to do is connect with that promoter and do that shit. Like when West Side Gun was out here last, Mm -hmm. I was, I was on that bill. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that, I make sure that I'm a part of, you know what I'm
0: saying? Nice. What venue is that? It's called the Observatory. So you've been doing a lot of shows out there?
1: Nah, see, I don't do shows really that much no more, because from, like, 2013 to about 2015, I, I did, I mean, I did way too many shows. I opened up for everybody you can think of, from mm-hmm, Whoop mm-hmm. to Mob Deep mm-hmm. to, to everything in between, bro. Like, I opened up for everybody named Mama. The biggest show I did, though, was a $5 show at that observatory spot with KRS-One. Nice. It was max. It was max capacity. It was retarded, mm-hmm. and I went on. I went on right before KRS and just you know murdered that shit. Had people going crazy. That's awesome. So, and that's also what separates a lot of artists because I see a lot of cats and how they perform and how they do their thing. And I'm like, you're not going to make it, right? If you don't have a nice show, that's
0: true. You're not going to make it. You're not.
1: You're not going to have longevity in this game if you don't have a nice show.
0: That is true. There you are a lot of boring performers out there.
1: A lot. A lot. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what separates you, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When a fan comes and sees you, he's like, oh, his album was real though." He might even think your his album is better than mine. He goes and sees you, he's like, oh, that was all right.
2: Mm-hmm. He goes
1: and sees me, he's automatically going to be like, you know what? Nah, that shit that Prince did is way nicer.
2: Mm-hmm. Just
1: because I'm going to give him the visual for it. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. And I'm a big motherfucker, so you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I could take over this stage real quick and right. my presence is, is going to be seen. Definitely. Right.
0: And t- so, Let's talk a little bit yeah. about fans. You you uh, you uh have a lot of music available, uh, band camp. And when I say music, I mean like physical music, which means that there are people out there that are looking for it. Tell me a little bit about how you connect with your fans and, and what, what do you hear from them?
1: Uh, I mean, I usually just hear, like, you know what I'm saying? You're the, you're the illest lyricist. That's usually what I get, you know nice. what I'm saying? Which, which is dope for me, you know what I'm saying? And then and then they're just, like, whatever you have. You know, and the thing is, too, like, I ship out real fast. Like, I don't waste time. I'm not going to have you waiting three weeks for your package. Right, right. I'm like yeah your package might get there in like 3 days if you're if you're local, you know what I'm saying? Anywhere around like, you know what I'm saying? The west coast area, you know what I mean? Your package could get there in like 2-3 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I'm real efficient with it, you know what I'm saying? I'm real responsive like if you hit me, you know, you tell me you like da 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 I'll be like, all right, bet. And some people that really show love, I throw in extra shit when I send shit. Like, I'll throw in, like, an old mixtape or something like that, you know what Mm I mean? mm -hmm. Just to, um, you know what I'm saying? Just to have, you know, just to keep them happy. That's Mm -hmm. that's really what it's all about. You want to keep your fans happy. You want to keep them coming back. You want them to, like, you know what I mean? You want them to feel the music. A lot of my fans though, too, you know what I mean? They just want to listen to my shit. Like, that's why my my SoundCloud number's been crazy lately, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So that like, kind of blew my mind the other day when I went and looked at the stats and everything and seen that I was over 100,000 plays nice. in like 18 songs and something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of crazy. So I'm like, oh, this shit's moving. I seem like, you know what I mean? So that's dope, you know what I mean? But that doesn't always translate into, you know, people buying it. But I'm, I'm just fortunate enough that, that people have been been buying it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So especially at the, at the price that it was set, you know what I mean?
0: So where we are now, I mean, if we think about the music business, where is it that uh, an artist that's that's coming up that's not, you know, some artist signed to a major label, where is it that you feel they're making most of of their money? Is it from selling CDs and you got vinyl records coming out, maybe doing some shows, or is there something else? Yeah, I'm
1: not sure how these other cats make money. Um, I know if they're doing little deals with these record companies a lot of these record companies are just telling you like i'll press the vinyl mm-hmm. and then we'll just we'll, we'll send you some copies and then they mm-hmm. keep all the residuals from all that shit that they sell out mm-hmm. you know what i mean which gets them more exposure and it puts them on to more people i get it like what they're doing but i don't really think they'll make a substantial amount of money off it and even through Bandcamp, camp like i'm about to dead my band camp probably at the end of this year oh yeah and i'm gonna have my own website yeah i'm gonna have my own website
0: because they take, them t- they take more I'm of a percentage? Or?
1: 15, yeah, they, they're taking a 15% revenue share. Mm-hmm. Like, if you sell merch, if you're selling merch, they're taking money from your digital sales all day. Right, right. So, like, I mean, I sold a lot, I sell a lot of physical copies. Right, so right. then when I get hit with, with the, when people buy my damn album digitally, they take, like, pretty much the whole fucking $20, wow. of whatever it costs, the whole $30. Yeah, like, sometimes if you're doing a lot of merch sales, they take a lot of money and then it starts to show.
0: Right, right. You
1: know what I mean? I, I started calculating that shit the other day and I'm like, I thought they did took thousands of dollars from me already.
0: Wow. So in you regard I mean? to, in regard to platforms, so is it really, is SoundCloud, would you say the number one platform to get your music out and it's really at this point a, a promotional vehicle versus a place that you're going to monetize right. it? Um, yeah, no,
1: SoundCloud is just straight for promotion.
0: Right. Like, that's why I don't,
1: put that much shit really on there. Mm, you know what I mean? Mm. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not on there putting songs all the time, putting my whole albums on there. I don't do that shit. Mm. Like, I'm not doing that shit. You know what I mean? I even left Kingstone 2 up, uh, I left the whole album for streaming, you know what I mean? And then it got bootlegged crazy. Wow.
2: Because
1: I left the whole damn album up for streaming and then I thought about it and I was like, why did I do that? I should have hit some of those joints. Right, but right. then I'm like, you know what? At, at the end of the day, the people that are going to buy it anyways are going to buy it. Right, right. You know what I mean? The, those guys were gonna steal my shit no matter what.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, mm-hmm. there's certain there's certain amount of people that just there's I know who all these guys are too that be stealing and putting shit on YouTube and monetizing their shit and getting paid off that shit. Mm-hmm. And, and nobody says that. I'd I be like, I'd be baffled at how none of these dudes say nothing. You know what I mean?
0: So what do you think it is? They just accept I, that that's where we are right now?
1: Yeah. So I told a couple of these cats, I'm like, they had took a couple of mine already, and I'm like, all right, I'll give you that. You could have those. But if you ain't putting no more of my shit, that's why God's Gift ain't on YouTube, like mm-hmm. the whole album, you don't see that shit nowhere. Right, Because right. I hit all them fools. And I was like, nah, you ain't doing that to me. And I actually, on my mama, I made a lot of money off God's Gift. hmm You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I did the right thing. And then this time around, I was kind of lazy. You know, I had all these pre-orders because I had it on pre-order for like three weeks. Right, So I had right. all these pre-orders already, so I wasn't even really worried about the first
0: day kind of mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, I don't even care at this point. You know what I mean? Let me just bag up all my shit and get it sent out.
0: Right. What about these you know? other platforms like uh, Spotify and Tidal and all that? You using any of yeah, those? Yeah, so, I mean,
1: I'm on all of them just based on the fact that Dirt Days publishes everything. hmm So, like, all my shit with Days is on there and all that shit. Uh, some shit I did with Ill Conscious is on there as well. Um but uh, I personally don't have none of my shit on none of those. No iTunes, no Spotify, no no. no I don't have my shit on none of that. But I'm probably going to switch that up next year as well. Probably beginning of, ne- of uh, next
0: year, right?
1: Because I'll have so much out by then. Mm-hmm. I've already dropped. I've
0: already dropped so much this year. You know what I mean? Indeed, no question about that. So how's how's the vibe out there, man? How's that uh, West Coast vibe? You you originally from the East Coast?
1: Yeah, but I've been out here since I was a little boy. Oh, okay,
0: okay. Your sound is very, if we're going to you know, call it coastal, it's very East Coast. It's that traditional boom bap style. So what's what's happening out there on the West Coast these days? Yeah,
1: so like PA says, you know what I mean? My shit don't have a coast. My shit is hip-hop. My mm-hmm. shit sounds like hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And hip-hop originated in the Bronx. So of course my shit might sound like some New York shit, you know what I mean? Right. I'm a student of of the culture, you That's know what I right. mean? I sound like a, I sound like I'm hip hop, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, out here you 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 got a lot of a lot of West Coast artists
2: mm-hmm.
1: on that gangster YG shit, right. especially in LA, right? Like you got a you got a whole movement of that shit, you know what I mean? And then you have like a whole movement of like beat makers mm-hmm. out here in LA, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like producers, you know what I'm saying? That do it live, play the, the instruments live and shit like that, you know what I mean? Like do live shows and shit where they're pounding on the MP and shit like that. So you have like a whole beat culture out here as well. And then you have like certain people that are in the, the you know, my scene, you know, the R scene and shit. Mm-hmm. They have certain people that, that are in that. So, you know, you have a whole flux of, of a whole different, you know, type of artist out here, you know what I'm saying? But it's predominantly, if you're in like, the hood areas, you're going to predominantly be surrounded by some straight gangster raps. Right, got it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Some of that. It sounds, it sounds West Coast, you know what I mean? hmm You can just hear it. Like, that, that's the thing I love too about out here because you, you have all the trap rappers out here. Don't get it twisted. Out right, you right. Have people trying to be, you have people trying to be the next, you know, the next one with the color dress mm-hmm. and the, the face tattoos everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you have that. Like, you have that Hollywood
0: scene right. as well. Right.
1: You know what I'm saying? But, majority of cats on that gangster shit. Mm hmm. And then there's nothing like, although to me there's nothing, there's nothing iller than like a real motherfucker spitting some real gangster shit over some West Coast like, you know, saying poppy shit, you know what I'm saying, like some funk shit. That's that G shit, you know what I mean? If mm-hmm. you know any real gangsters and shit, especially in LA, if you know any mm-hmm. real gangsters, you know what I mean? You also have like a whole, a whole scene out here of Latinos. Mm-hmm from even female, you know what I'm saying, like Reverie, you mm-hmm. the products, Gavelin, mm-hmm. like, and then you have like, you know, the Essays, you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. the Bato's and shit, that got They got their own name too, their own style of gangster music, it, you, you got a lot of shit out here, like you can pick and choose out here, you, know what I'm saying, and you can go to some spots where, you know what I'm saying, they don't have like the East Coast vibe as well, you know what I'm saying, where they're playing like, you know, Deep and, and Pun and, you know, mm-hmm. shit like that, so it's, 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 it's good. You know, it's LA. It's a metropolitan area. It's kinda of like New York is, you know, bit of editing. You know what I'm saying?
0: So talk to me a little bit about the future, man. What what's what's coming up next? I know you just dropped this brand new album and it's definitely hot. What's what you got on the agenda?
1: So uh me, Noah the Flood
0: and a uh, Curse
1: from Canada, we mm. got an album called Free Enterprise. Nice. So uh that's coming up next. We're just waiting on uh the cover. We have we, we're getting our cover like hand drawn. Okay, and then um, after that, that should come like I think next month. I think we're gonna drop that next month. Yeah, and then after that, uh, I'm gonna drop the Ultimate Mind, which uh, Trevor Lang's gonna do the cover for that. Mm. Shout out Trevor!
0: And yeah, he's been doing a lot, a uh, lot of hot, hot artwork.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he's doing the cover for that. Uh, that has uh, Husses on it, Pa's on it, Estynax uh, on it. A couple of other people are on it, you know what I'm saying? And then I got uh, Soul Train with d and we've been working on that album for three years. Wow. Yeah, we dropped uh, Underground Kings already with mm-hmm. a Smooth, and yeah, then we dropped uh, On The Corner with El Conscious and Rick, and mm-hmm. then uh, we dropped The Prophetic Girl with PA, and then The Change video too.
0: So for, for all yeah. the fans out there, man, that, you know, don't hear from you a lot, what, what would you say is the is the one thing that they don't know about Supreme Cerebral?
1: Man, that I'm actually probably one of the, you know, coolest, like, you know, most laid back motherfuckers that ever lead their life. You know what I mean? A lot of people have this perception of me as like this, you know, aggressive, I'm a kill you type motherfucker because... I honestly have that in me, like, that's that's just a part of me, but my natural demeanor is just really laid back, you know what I'm saying? And if you come at me, like, with respect and correctly, I'm going to come at you with the exact same, you know, uh, manner. I'm going to come at you the same way, Indeed. you know what I mean? A lot, of people, a lot of people think that maybe they can't approach me, I'm, I'm unapproachable, shit like that, you know what I mean? But once they fucking start talking to me, you know what I'm saying, you realize that I'm just a laid back motherfucker, you know, you start to be like, oh, this is a cool-ass motherfucker right here. You know, you, A lot of people just have a, you know, a lot of people have that natural perception. And I'm a big dude, When so you see me in real life. You might be, you know, I've seen a couple cats who was talking that wildness on the internet. <laughs> they see me in real life, and they was like my best friend. So it's like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's funny to me. That's why I always be laughing at, at certain shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, you tough? Oh, yeah, you want to talk crazy on, on the internet? Okay. All right. Because one day, you're eventually going to have to see me. Right. So so yeah man, but to the fans man, it's, it's love bro. Like you know, I appreciate everybody. To be honest with you man, it's just it's just love man. And I'm gonna keep going like even if they try to black blackball me and not fuck with me, I'm still gonna keep putting out music.
0: No question. <laughs> I man. got too
1: much. I got too much music in the vault. You know what I mean? Like I got Luke James too up that I've been sitting off for about four years. So I'm gonna put that out probably next year sometime. You know what I mean? And then I'm gonna put out some shit with uh with ralphie me and ralphie gonna do the um iron links okay which is like iron man and only built for cuba links because right. you know that baby ray you know what i'm saying and i'm always on my go shit so <laughs> so we're gonna do iron links next year and then i'm probably gonna do a joint album with a, a joint ep actually with a ill okay
0: man there's so yeah, much uh, so much stuff out there, man. You got so much in the works, you were definitely by no stretch of any imagination, anything less than prolific and uh definitely looking forward to all the projects you mentioned and still enjoying the brand new one haven't fully uh digested it yet, but it's in the uh it's you. in the chamber, and I want to thank you so much, man, for taking time to talk to us and uh. I know there are a lot of people waiting on all those projects you mentioned, so I appreciate your time, and and thanks so much for sharing, man.
1: Man, I appreciate y'all for having me, for real, you know what I'm saying? And shout out to Somniac, man. Really appreciate what y'all doing for the culture. You know, that's some real-ass shit. And I love that that countdown y'all do every week. It just fuels my fire you know
0: what okay. I'm saying <laughs> I appreciate that man
1: you know what I'm saying as much as sometimes I'm like ah oh, but that's like <laughs> it. that's a, that's the beauty of it because everybody has a different opinion
0: there you know go me? there that, you go that's the beauty
1: of it you know what I'm saying and then I'm like now nah, I gotta do something even better now you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? I'll put out something even better now so it's, it's dope you know I take it as a challenge always you know what I'm saying I'm like oh, okay Okay, I got you. Get your attention next time, you know, even more, you know what I'm saying? So it's beautiful, man. And I appreciate y'all for having me. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to fuck with me, you, you know what I'm saying?
0: No question, man. Thank you so much. And we'll be seeing you. We'll be seeing you pretty much everywhere SoundCloud, probably not Bandcamp, but we'll be seeing you on Insomniac, that's for sure.